0: Good morning, everyone. Lee Henson here, president and founder of Agile Den. It's time for today's edition of Daily Stand Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. So it's Friday. Woo-hoo. No less Friday the 13th. Ch-ch-ch. I don't know, I had to. It just sounded right. What I can tell you is, usually on Friday we cover a topic that's non-traditional, non-Agile. This Friday is going to be a little different because we did that tribute on Veterans Day on Wednesday. So today, I wanted to talk to you about one more Agile topic. Uh, For those of you who have an opportunity to visit us at Agile Arizona, we are excited to sponsor this conference. There's lots of good things going on there in Arizona, especially in the Phoenix-Scottsdale market and surrounding areas. There's just a ton of Agile going on there, and it is so Fun to work with Perry and a the group there they They just have so many wonderful, amazing things happening and uh, One of the presentations that i 've been asked to give uh, today is on failure being an option, and typically this is a keynote presentation that I give. But I wanted to just encapsulate a couple of ideas from the talk, so that way you can go and you can download it later. But I just wanted to encapsulate a couple of ideas about what I'm thinking and where my mind is when i cover covered this topic. So first, I think we have to ask ourselves, what do we learn from our failures? How, do fa- how does failure personally impact us? Is it something that when we fail, we, uh, when we fail, we shut down? Or is it something that when we fail, we press on and move forward? And I think that sometimes we don't take the opportunity to learn. So the question becomes can we leverage failure as an opportunity to succeed? And what I can tell you is indeed that is a possibility. Because at some point in my life, I was destined to fail, I had the cards stacked against me. You know, I didn't have the best world uh, put before me growing up. Um, you know, but I think a big piece of this is how do we define failure versus failure as the world sees it? So, if we went to a dictionary and looked up the word failure, thank you, Merriam Webster, or dictionary.com, we find failure means lack of success, an unsuccessful person, enterprise, or thing, the omission of expected required actions, a lack of, a lack of or deficiency of a desirable quality. The action or state of not functioning, a sudden cessation of power, or the collapse of a business. Synonyms that they list are defeat, collapse, foundering, loser, underachiever, disappointment, negligence, dereliction, breakdown, malfunction, crash, collapse, insolvency, closure. The only antonym listed is success. And I found that so interesting because it brings you to the point where you know, wow, there's so many things to bring you down. But is failure the end or is failure really the beginning? You know, where do you draw the line for failure? Where do you say you're starting or ending with failure? And I think that that's the most important thing that we need to consider. We need to ask ourselves, you know, yes, we failed. Okay, but where do I start now? Where do I pick up the pieces? What do I do first? And I think this requires us to think differently. We need to change. You know, something in our mind needs to change. Something needs to to trigger. And the key here is only you can decide to change your mind. A lot of people say, I'm going to wait for this outside factor to happen to change my mind, or I'm going to wait until this happens, then I'll change my mind. And it never works that way, right? What you have to do is you have to tell yourself, I can change my mind and I can change my path. So I think it's, you know, we we did the quote just yesterday about failure breeding innovation and innovation breeding success, but you have to find your true path. Have you taken time to discover exactly what you were destined to do? You know, where where are you on your path to success? And how do you see success? Is success, you know, related to foundational things like, you know, your faith or your family? Is success uh, linked to wealth or to popularity? You know, how do you hone in and, you know, uh, understand what, what drives you to success? What makes you the stronger person? What, what causes you to re-identify and to adjust, right? What, what causes you to pave your way? What vision do you have about where you're trying to go? You know, and part of this means you got to focus on the physical you, right? Uh, I remember that, um, there was a, one person in my high school that used to always get picked on for being overweight. And, um, I'll never forget the day that he stood up for himself when someone was picking on him. And he looked this person straight in the eye and he says, yeah, I'm fat and you're ugly. I can lose weight. There's no change in ugly. And I just thought that was the greatest comment ever, right? You know. And he focused so much more time and energy on his physical strengths. And he went on to become a great athlete. And uh, post high school, he went on to college and continued to play. Uh, college ball and and went on to really have a successful life. And I think part of it was he could have let, you know, all those things bring him down, but he chose not to. He chose to address things differently. And I think that the three keys that you need to have success, and this is something I often deliver uh, as a keynote presentation. One is you need something to believe in, whether it's a faith or a foundation Or some type of spiritual awakening or some type of reckoning. You need something that's going to be your rock, your foundation, something that's going to be the power behind what you do. The second thing you need is a story to tell. Now, the truth is, we all have stories to tell, period. And I think that sometimes, you know, we don't look at life and say there's no such thing as a coincidence. You know, a coincidence really isn't a coincidence. I think that everything that happens in our life was meant to happen. It's part of what creates the fabric of our story. And it's our responsibility to take the fabric of our stories and intertwine it with the fabric of other people's stories and create a beautiful tapestry called life. It's a matter about what, doing what you can do to make a difference, right? And asking yourself, how can I change the world? You know, If I had the ability to have children, what would my great-grandchildren say about me? Once I'm long gone, what would other people say about me? And I think that sometimes, you know, would you leave a legacy behind or or would you easily be forgotten? I think sometimes we focus so hard on now that we miss the opportunity to leave a legacy behind. And I think it's just so important for us to do something to change the world, to do something to make a difference, to do something to stand out. And that can be a series of little things or it can be one big thing. But you need to set the goals. And that's that's key, number three. You need to set an achievable goal. You know, uh, a lot of times I call this the Goldilocks goal because I want it to be just right, you know, a little above our skill set. I want to earn a notches in my belt. Small goals need to be easy and understood. They need to be perfected. I think that if we spend all of our time focusing on the giant picture, you know, which I'm not saying don't dream, but sometimes we set goals for the big picture and the results come so slowly that we often become discouraged and disenfranchised. I think it's important for us to see results, recognize success, and build on what we know, right? I think what it all boils down to is you hold the keys to do this. You know, you can ask yourself, you know, in a work setting, am I setting realistic expectations for my leadership for my teams? Am I behaving in such a way where I understand what Parkinson's law is and I'm not allowing, you know, extra time just to have the work be bloated? Am I behaving with truth and honesty and following the scrum values? Am I practicing safe, radical candor and creating environments of psychological safety? Am I surrounding myself with people that I trust and you know, people who work hard and who are smart? And they don't have to spend all their time there to get the job done because I know they're going to say what they do and do what they say. Um, are you surrounding yourself with people who are more articulate than you are, who can really project and do things differently so that you can have that success. And I think the key there is to understand that you need to work smarter and not always harder, right? But I think the challenge for you today, the challenge for you this weekend, pull out a notepad, write this down if you need to. Ask yourself, what is your dream? Do you dream big? You know, and and this one sounds so funny. I call it the Peter Pan. What do you want to be when you grow up? Or do you even want to grow up at all? Right? It sounds so silly, but I think that you need to ask yourself these questions. And then third, you need to say, I'm not going to let others rule my destiny. You need to control and own who you are and where you're going. And I think that's a powerful thing that you can do. And you can write down that commitment to yourself. Write a contract and sign it. That you're no longer going to let others rule your destiny. That you're going to take control. And the last one is a famous quote from Walt Disney. Dreams really do come true. Right. And I think that it's so important for us to understand that if you can get to the point where you understand your dreams and you understand that, you know, dreams do come true, I think that's going to be a powerful tool for you to leverage going forward. Um, You know, this weekend is going to be amazing. I can tell already. There's so many good things happening in and around where I am. Uh, and I, I hope that you have an opportunity if if, if you didn 't have an opportunity to visit the conference at agile arizona that 's okay. The conference presentations will be posted online but but I wanted you to really. You know, get ahead and ask yourself, Am I doing the right things as an organization? Am I making the right decisions? Am I pulling the right triggers at the right time? Am I uplifting and inspiring other people? What am I doing to make a difference? There, there's so many things that you could be doing. And I think that, you know, that's the challenge. So the challenge is, you know, ask yourself, you know, how can I change where I am personally? And what does that mean to me, right? What does that mean to me? How can I build on what I have? And it's it's shocking, but sometimes we don't see the trees through the forest, right? We're just so dead set on what we're doing that we we often don't see the bigger picture. And I think that you know one of the things that sets Agile Data apart as a company is we focus on you know an inclusive, pragmatic, humanized, psychology based approach to help organizations achieve true business agility. You know, what the book says you should do no longer is enough to help you be successful, right? You need proven tools and you need proven techniques that are going to help you establish and scale your business, especially here in a new norm. And what I can tell you is, you know, without being sales pitchy, those are the things that are going to make a difference in your personal life as well. So I encourage you to regain that focus, regain that strength, and build. Until next time, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.